Welcome to the Blurred Buffet Podcast. Hey, you doing, folks? I'm Brian. And I'm Muffin. Welcome to another episode of the Blurred Buffet Podcast. <laughs> now, look at the mic. It just turned outwards. Does it always turn outwards? I don't know. But... We were, I was there to pick up my ear flap earlier, so I guess it's good to go. All right, folks, this is an impromptu episode. Uh, you know, one of the ones I don't think we had an impromptu episode in a while, probably since our very first time we recorded, where we're talking about fairy tale, and then I'm like, hey, record. It was on her old cell phone. Or, yeah, I think it was your old cell phone. Here, record. Just rambled on for about fairy tale for a good period of time, right? How we have grown. We are now at a table <laughs> rather than a bed, a microphone <laughs> rather than a phone, a soundboard, as you heard, folks. Unfortunately, those are not real applause, but you know, you gotta hype your own stuff up. But today, we are basically, um, we're continuing our discussion, what makes an anime a good anime. I say continuing because we talked about a little bit uh, when we did our hot takes. I don't know if it was last episode or two episodes ago about uh, our anime. It was last episode. Yeah, last, yeah, it was just two weeks ago. Uh, our anime hot takes, right? To refresh your guys' memories. Essentially, I said Demon Slayer gets carried by the animation. If you just want to we'll keep it at that, we'll keep it very vague for right now. We're going to dive into it more in this episode. Uh, Muffin's hot take was, which I can't quite remember. Can you tell the folks what your hot take was? Uh, like Kashi was a terrible. Situation. Oh yeah, right, right, right. I think hers is more good than mine because uh, I mean, hey, I'm just saying. I believe what I believe. Hey, all I'm saying is my guy got a dead, a dead member, but uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Kashi's the only one to have a student go rogue, but whatever. Uh, I mean, define define rogue. You die in the service of your country, or you just leave your fucking country because you think you, that everybody in your nation is weak and can't train you. Yeah, he's he's rogue because you know Kakashi made him rogue. He was Okage when you know uh, uh, Sasuke could have came back. What? Was Kakashi was Hokage when Sasuke could have came back? And what did he do? He didn't let him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you make it seem like that—that that doesn't mean he's a bad teacher. At that point, he was Hokage. He was no longer teaching. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. One, Tsunade is a perfectly good teacher. Who? What you doing? Sakura. Hey, look here, bro. We she came from the bottom. But we're—I thought now she's one of the best kunoichi in. She was kunoichi. always gonna be one of the best kunoichi. No, she was not. Yeah. You saw that Eno versus Sakura. Yeah, fight. I saw that without hey, proper tutelage. Hey, that bitch would have been like Tintin. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Tintin can hold a secret weapons. All I'm saying. Oh, you last week you said that shit didn't matter. It don't matter. Uh huh. I'm just saying. Uh huh. Hey, look. Be consistent. All I know is Sakura still can't throw hands in like a. Fight against one of those moon people that be happening in Boruto. Okay, but that's the problem with Naruto as a whole. Uh-huh. They introduce gods into a ninja uh-huh. world, right. and you expect people to just like get yeah, good. Yes, yes, yes. My point being is though, she, she has, could take out ninety percent of the world shinobi. She if she punches them, which is fine. And no, my my point being Naruto is Naruto would be dead without her. Okay. Okay, that, that's just ridiculous. She was literally no, 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 pumping no, no, his No, 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 I'm not saying ridiculous what you said. The situation. Yeah, that, that happened. Okay. Like, what the fuck, right? But Naruto made a guy supposed to die from the, 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 the eight gates die. So, so Naruto's healing power too. What the fuck, right? What is the show? But point being is, you saying Tsunade gets credit for Sakura's ultra strength? Absolutely. Wait, what? No, nah. See, I was You must say absolutely. Tsunade gets no credit for Sakura's strength, her physical strength, which... I, I, I'm giving her kudos for. I am not. I am not down. I'm a disagree. 
because that was chakra control, which Kakashi never really taught her. Yeah, but don't make it sense. Tsunade was the only one who could have done that. The medical stuff, yes, I, I, I would agree with you there. But otherwise... Mm. See what I'm saying? And besides, I thought we were talking about the Konoha 12 sensei. If we want to get to everybody, then... No, no, no. We had to talk about the Konoha 12 sensei because you're just like, no, my guy is the worst. No, I just... No, 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 no. You wanted to argue with me like who is better and that was the only senseis I had to go go on. Yes. My... But regardless, I still firmly believe that Kakashi is the worst sensei. And I was saying, if you want Maybe to... Maybe Orochimaru. Okay. If you want to argue that Kakashi is a bad Sensei, no argument here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, if want, but if you want to say he's the worst, I'm all, if, you say, if you want to say he's the worst, let's get on track. There's a guy sure. who made uh, racism grow within his heart, and then inevitably he created his own dark organization within his own village. And then said organization had uh, a ninja kill his own clan. I'm talking about Tobirama, Tadanzo, to Itachi. <laughs> so, is Tobirama not the worst? Not the worst? If you want to go, everybody? What if you want? If you want to go like that, is Toby Rama? No, I would need to see them as children training under Toby Rama. All I know is all I care about is getting to the point of today's episode, which, which is, is what makes a good anime slash manga. No, no, no slash. There's no slash. There is a slash because okay, I'm, I'm gonna nip this in the bar real quick. For me personally, you don't think execution matters in a manga? No, not for me. Because, in an anime, yes. I'm talking about for a manga. Like, if, if, if I, I say pulled up on a slash because are you saying what makes a good manga? Like, let's say a manga never gets anime, right? Let's say it never gets anime. So we're discussing what makes a manga good because for me, it's hard to... Do you have different categories for both? I have no categories for manga because for me, the manga, for me, manga is just something to read up on the material when it's not animated. I would never just read a manga if it's not animated. Soul Leveling regardless. Soul Leveling is the only exception thus far. Right. Which is wild to me. Hey, it was in color. It was, <laughs> it was in color. <laughs> One piece is in color. Okay, good for now. Uh, uh-huh. And it's barely any dialogue. <laughs> like, if you want to be. Oh, real. I've started reading this this uh, manual that's similar to Soul Leveling. Oh, yeah. uh, it's something Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's similar. Like the, he does dungeons. Right. He raids them. Right. That's but it. but yeah, <laughs> point being is, I'm not a reader. That's what it comes down to. So reading manga, like I said, if I wasn't so invested in Attack on Titan, I wouldn't read it. If I didn't care about Fire Force, JJK, Black Club, I wouldn't read it. So, but I, okay, so I have <clears> to <throat> make it anime slash manga because I'll go and read a fucking manga, right. and I think what's important in anime absolutely carries over to what's important in the manga, because like you said, you think Demon Slayer's animation carries, so everything that makes an anime exciting and great to watch, mm-hmm. like the sound design, the music, mm-hmm. uh, the sound design is the music. The, the, no, I would, I would. No, I'm, yeah, you're, you're right. right. Sound design, the music, you know, like the opening and the endings, the 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 animation style, the anime art style. Yeah. All those things are null and void in this conversation. So in order to be objective about what makes a medium good, what makes an anime and a manga good, I want to narrow it down to, to I, have, I have six things listed here, and I want you to tell me which order you think is more, most important, right? Okay, so. I nodded, folks. Huh? <laughs> I nodded. <laughs> that was a, a, a non-verbal nod. Yeah. So, we have plot, 
the settings, the character, the point of view, which is essentially like your main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How involved is he in the story? Like, right. is he a good, reliable storyteller? From like, is he the best one for this kind of story yeah, to be told? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, the conflict, yeah. which is sort of the plot, but not really. It's it's the action, the the how many times these people clash right. against each other, their ideals, their themes, yeah, their values. Yeah, because not every anime has like an overall plot. Something is just like it's sometimes it's just it's two enough. things butting heads yeah. like with Tomo-chan it's not really a plot yeah, yeah, exactly. it's like we want to see them get together yeah. but it's it's Tomo-chan versus Junichiro right. over and over again yeah. so it's just a different kind of action yeah. and then last but not least obviously is the themes uh, so like in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood you have like the Philosopher's Stone what really is the value of a human life yeah. if we're in living in a world that's filled with war and strife and genocide is happening on a regular basis. All right. And then you have Tomo-chan, which is like, how do you turn friendship into love? You know, like, how well do they execute these overarching themes? Yeah. So, tell me tell me your thoughts. What, out of the six, what do you believe is most important? For you, what carries the most weight? Is it the plot? For, is it the characters? For me, it's the themes and the point of view. Okay. So let's put themes at number one. Where does where does characters like how important is a main character for you? Like if you take Naruto and put him in F A if it may be, is it still goaded? Well, I, well, yeah, the yeah, yeah, themes number one for me. Point of view is number two. If, if you're wondering, point of view and main characters point of, is number two. Yeah. Okay. But to answer your question, putting Naruto in the full uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, it could. Hmm. It feels to me like he's too naive to be in that kind of world. I will say this though. Naruto's in Full Metal Brotherhood. I'm assuming he's from Baby Naruto on, right? So let's say let's just say everything can happen to his life that happened in Naruto. So I think honestly, his character would be more like what I wanted it to be in Naruto, like him losing his parents to his demon, his demon put inside of him. So maybe in this world. You try to use the Philosopher's Stone to bring back his parents, right? Or maybe to get rid of his demon. Something that seems impossible because having your parents sacrifice themselves for a demon that, for the most part, wasn't causing anyone trouble until an outside force fucked it over would make me kind of bitter. Like, Naruto should have been Sasuke. Is his temperament, in my opinion, in the show. So, would it still be goaded? You know what? I, I, I'll give it a benefit of the doubt. Because I, I can see a world with a little bit different than Ed and Al. Because her, their mom died just of just regular causes, whatever. There was no kind of, you know, hey, uh, this demon came and killed her. Hey, yada, yada, yada. Very natural causes. Dad was not there. But we saw why he wasn't there. Um, and, you know, they live in this world where, quote-unquote, magic exists. So how was the limits of this magic? So I think it'd be a little bit more different because now there is a conflict in how his parents died rather than just natural causes trying to bring them back. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more motivation because while Ed and Al were never edgy and that's, they're never edgy because they're trying to fuck with things they shouldn't fuck with, right? Honestly. But Naruto, I think would be more edgy in this show because now it's like, you, let's just say, the homunculi responsible for his mom's death, right? Like, you homunculi basically killed my mother, but at the same time, I'm, I'm dealing with dark magic too. So really, am I just as, am I just as bad as you? Am I just as good as you? So anything, I think it may, I think it may enhance the show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, but that comes more of, I'm taking the characteristics from Naruto, what I know about his character, and putting it to a different show. He may he may just be at now in the show, honestly. Like, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that, that's how I, I believe on that. 
right, so I I would argue that setting is last. Honestly, I would rather just narrow this down uh, to, to five. Let me see. You have setting. Uh, you don't have. So I'm assuming by setting you mean world. What a living. Yeah. Oh, that's probably three or four for me, because like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, because now, just like what you said about the uh, let's use brotherhood as a continued example. Uh, the world is the world of alchemy, right? Pretty much anyone can use alchemy. We find out about alchemy later on. Mm-hmm. So we live in a world where basically science, like setting, sci- sort of encompasses world building. Yeah, science meets technology. Some people call it magic. We call it alchemy, right? Uh, that's why I fuck with arcane so much. Man, that's why I'm so surprised you don't like arcane because like we're, I don't like sci-fi. Well, <laughs> look, bro, we're we're one. We're we're like a few more characters away from having like uh, augmented armor and brotherhood from being steampunk. Like, I know, it's so exciting. And yeah, that this works. But that's not sci fi. It's steampunk. It's sci fi. It's not. Science fiction. Arch- steampunk. It's, it's, all, it's the same. It's not. W- whatever. We, uh, that's, steampunk that's... lends itself way more to fantasy. Sci fi! It's literally fiction in the name! It's fantasy. Steampunk is fantasy. I refuse to let the sci fi nerds have my shit. Stick with your fucking robots. It's just like, it's just like, what you're arguing is like when a, a gay couple, man on man, is having beef with a lesbian couple, girl on girl. Like, bro, like, stop, stop fighting each other. <laughs> They're big as they hate you both. Stop it. Listen, <laughs> leave it alone. I said, oh, I don't want to dive into that. <laughs> All right, so we, I, I put setting and world building at number three because like, I also value it very much now that I've clearly yeah. defined it. To include world building, right. so so what's next? The we got plot, we got characters and conflict next. Okay, so this is just operating off my stuff. So you got themes, you got point of view, you got uh, what is it? World building, and what you have left? You have plot, plot, characters, and conflict. Uh, give me conflict, um, and give me really not plot. Plot doesn't even make the top three, huh? Because here's the thing, plot. Because this is where I think plot is very heavy upon the point of view, right? Um, it, it's very what the artist, what the artist, or what the you know the what, what do they call themselves? Manga, yeah, manga. Because they want to, they want to focus on, right? So the plot, there could be a whole show with what a, a particular plot. I think they should, they should uh, dive into. Never happens, right? So I basically setting myself up for no disappointment by not having any expectations of the plot, right? Because I think the world they live in is more important. Because it allows me as a viewer to like kind of fantasize and kind of maybe have a a point of view about a character, but that that may never be spoken. But like those unspoken like design facial moments really hits hard to me because like I like things that like go left unsaid, right? Now plot sometimes I feel like it gets too it gets too hammered in, it gets too like this doesn't need to be said, doesn't need to be laid out for me. I'm not stupid. Now I'm not the only one watching it, but you know what I'm saying. Like, for instance, Attack on Titan, perfect example. Towards the end, where they focus so hard on Armin Mikasa's company when Aaron becomes, you know, his founding Titan or whatever. Like, yes, I, I understand the situation here. Aaron is talking about genocide. I can see how just genocide on the surface, we're going to go, we should follow people who don't want genocide, right? But they're like, they're kind of like forcing me to like Mikasa, Armin, and company because Aaron is, is wants genocide. Well, I'm like, well, no, let me decide it for myself. And that's where the plot comes in. Like, I, that's why I, I don't, I don't rely so much on plot because I like to make my own decisions. And I really, I feel like it affects and steers the show away from what you want to do, right? It's kind of like, the, it's kind of like my whole wrestling analogy. Like, anime and wrestling are just so intertwined in me because of storytelling. Like, sometimes you have a story, you have a plot, 
but people are reacting to it differently than what you expect them to. Now, granted, obviously, you've already wrote in the manga, you already wrote in the source material, so you're just going to animate it how it could be. But I would really like, if there is an anime out there, to be very fluid with it. Like, wait, hold it, wait, hold it. People really fuck with Eren as the villain. Hmm, maybe I shouldn't push this Armin and Mikasa uh, thing. Maybe it should kind of be anime only. I think that would be better, right? Like, like, vigil like another person, Vigilante Deku. Vigilante Deku is cool, but I feel like they fucking reined it in because, like, I don't think his I don't think his co coworkers, I don't think his classmates should have been able to catch him. Like, not Bakugo, not Ingenium. Like, no, let him go off and fucking be Deku. Let him be Vigilante type things. But I feel like they're either too afraid to deviate from the manga, or just like they don't think. Fans would, you know, like edgy characters who are the main characters, right? Because obviously you have Sasuke, you have Grateful Buster, you have a lot of side edgy characters, like, oh, just side characters, right? But no, give me a, give me a main side, uh, give me a main uh, edgy character, right? That's why I'm really excited to watch, uh, uh, not Hellsing Ultimate, uh, Castlevania, right? Because, like, I mean, he... And like may maybe a little loose one day, like from uh Kogias, but I wouldn't fuck a mech season. So are characters more important than plot? Uh I would say Yeah, characters more important than plot. That's and wild. It, <laughs> it's tough because they're 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 about they're about one what they're they're pretty much about the same honestly because like they're so dependent on each other because it comes down to what what is the manga trying to force what are they trying to push right see this is why I was considering coupling plot and themes together right because the kind of story you want to tell goes hand in hand with the plot of your story sometimes you deviate from that shit mm. in order to build up more of your characters so they can live within this world and yeah. be satisfying pieces of the plot. Right. But overall, it's like, what What are your goals? Like, take My Hero Academia. <laughs> we know from the jump, the goal was to make Deku the number one hero in the world. That means he's beloved. That means he saves the day. That means, like, people see him as a, a figure, a, a beacon of hope. Vigilante Deku would never be that beacon. Even when he saves the day, he would mold himself to be something that's way different from the themes that the author is trying to convey. The author wants a beloved Superman figure. Deku's turn and despair into that dark side in that one brief arc was deviating from it a little bit to give him more depth as a person because like he can't be happy all the fucking time so let's explore that because people would call him shallow if he never had the chance to turn to the opposite side when their villains are winning and the right. world is full is full of shit it had to impact him in order for him to be right. a good character right but class 1a comes and reminds him of how he started and what he wanted to accomplish and the people that he loved to hold tight to that, no, you wanted to be a beacon of hope. This isn't the way. Come back, surround yourself with people who care about you and happiness just for a little bit because you need that respite in order to right. get back to being the world's number one hero. Right, right, I think I'm Iron Academia. It's, it's a bad situation where they let the plot dictate the character, but the character should definitely dictate the plot. Like, Then character should be higher for you. It should be. But that's why they're hand in hand. 
Because once again, but the the characters and the plot. Yeah, yeah, they, I'm right next to each other. They're like five and six. I know, but that's low. No, that's not that's not low to me because now because because because. Now, so this is where I have to ask you the question. Okay. Do you think? That all of these things should be weighted equally, or should more more weight be given to your number one and number two? No, the, the, the how is, how is numbers should be how is weighted like themes and what is that themes and what's what number two? I can't see that. POV and main character. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that 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 should be weighed heavier than the other stuff because I feel like you lend yourself to a a more fluid and more good show. But honestly, like. The way I have it numbered is unrealistic because the source material is already, already is already written by the yeah. time by the time I'm watching it, right? The story is already laid out, right? So so I can say these stuff is means good to me, but I'm, I'm operating from the standpoint of as a viewer watching, I'm writing the next episode. Like episode two came out this week, I'm writing episode three right now, based on the viewership. Yeah, bit. that's unrealistic. That's unrealistic, right? I'm looking at it from like a you know I I I I, I hate having everything scripted. Like go back to wrestling. I hate every, having everything scripted, every detail, because things change. Things may not come off like you how you want them to come off when you're going from people just reading it and looking at panels via the music, the sound, the visuals, the the facial expression, how they're drawn, the the color tone, all that, right? So I'm I'm really going from an unrealistic standpoint, but that's why that's why really you can see why my inconsistency sometimes. I say Demon Slayer gets carried by animation. Right, rather than I like, I say Seven Deadly Sins may be better only because Seven Deadly Sins follows something that, like, I think is the way anime should be written, even though, even though, like, sometimes it's not executed properly. But Demon Slayer just seems like they had their whole story written out and they executed it, but I was, but. Yeah, I was able to basically guess and see how it was going. I knew that fucking uh, what's her name, uh, Nezuko. I knew that Nezuko was gonna be able to walk in sunlight, or at least Tanjiro was gonna become a demon. Like that, that seemed on the path they were going with. Major spoilers. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it, it happens like like I wonder if anime probably like one episode. Tanjiro's a demon. Like it, it's like nothing. Mama's Buzan's already dead. It, it's like nothing. Okay, okay, okay. People who listen to this, if, if you don't think Muzan's gonna die at the Demon Slayer, uh, Santa Claus is fake too, by the way. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, that's that's my I'm issue. I'm just saying. That's my thing. Consideration. I, I apologize. That's what I'm saying about Demon Slayer, though. It just seems like while I enjoyed the ride, I know the loop the loop's coming. I know that the deep dive is coming. And while there's nothing wrong with that, because I did go on this roller coaster, right? I did choose to continue watching Demon Slayer. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just for me. Uh, it was a pleasant surprise to see. I didn't see any of this coming with Seven Deadly Sins. I didn't think they were going to go back into the Holy War. And if they did, I thought it was going to be like how Naruto did it, where the fourth Ninja War is totally different from how the second and third started, right? Because second and third and first probably was all about them fighting each other. But the fourth one is all five nations fighting Maduro, Uchiha, Obito, you know, and such, right? So it was different. Um, and it was just a pleasant surprise for me. So yeah, that's where I stand on that. But back to the Deco thing, or I really, I really want to say this. Imagine the the voice over beginning is like, "This is how I became number one hero," and then you find out the person who said that, Shigaraki, in the show. And like, no, that's what I mean by that. I don't think I'm not saying Shigaraki becomes like you know all might become like a hero or anything like that. But he becomes what he's planning to do, like 
become strong and basically kind of sustain the ideology of kind of mixing ideologies here like where like he he gets rid of the fake heroes and like it becomes like this dark but realistic and truthful world where some heroes in this for the money some are heroes in this for this fame like we need to be like you know what i'm saying like everything doesn't end on a shiny note like i think that would be really compelling and really cool right like this is how i became the number one hero and like you on batman yeah pretty, pretty much but like but, but they want that shit Whatever, but think, <laughs> but think about it. It's like it's the it's, it's Batman the, ain't even his number one hero. That's that's incorrect. It's the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the hero that you need but don't deserve type thing, right? Yeah. I would fucking love that, but they already had it in their mind to basically just give Deku, basically make him you know go through an emo phase, emo phase just for the sake of it. Cause what's no no it was to develop his character. Yeah, but what's gonna come out of it though? You know what I'm saying? Cause what's the point of me like okay let's say this like. What's the point of me going through a phase of listening to rock music? I wear piercings and the goth phase. And by the time I'm an adult, like I, I hate rock music Man, now. Man, don't equate that shit to what Deku went through. No, no, okay, I'm not. I'm not saying he was goth or anything. But what I'm saying is, it's just a phase. Nothing comes out of it. It's just like you know, if you go through a phase where you know. Uh, I explained what came out of it. What came out of it? Is Deku getting to go back and be like, man? I know the world is shit. Yes. But I shouldn't let that get to me and deter me from what I want to achieve in the world. Okay, how is he going to achieve it, though? Because if he achieves it through a peaceful all my way, he wasted his vigilante in this. He wasted it. What about all might is peaceful? All might brings the hands. What? He brings the hands to villains who were asking for it. That's very yes, that's, and that is what Deku is going to do. But but no, no that, okay, okay, that's what he's going to do. But his vigilante char- character gave off the impression of, I will kill anybody. I'm not arresting you. I am killing you because you don't kill nobody. But 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 that's the, but that, but that's the route that they presented. That your your beloved Batman don't kill nobody either. He doesn't kill anybody. But that's his whole entire character. He does not change from that. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm hearing is he ain't got no death. No, 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 no. He has, he has. Your de- character got to change, man. No, 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 no. I would rather Bat- Batman is exactly the same. But for Deku to change and him still to go back to like, a, let's just say, arresting people, like thinking they can change, talk no jutsu, you know, you know what I'm saying? When is Deku talk no jutsu uh, somebody? I, I'm just saying, like. That's Naruto. You make up your main character. Okay, fine. I'm just saying for Deku to go through the vigilante phase and for him to, if he doesn't kill Shigaraki to me, this is wasted. It's wasted. Why why have him do all this if he's not going to kill Shigaraki? Ed doesn't kill out with Ed, Ed doesn't kill father. But what route does Ed go to? What shift in this character goes to makes you believe that he would? That's the only difference. Mm. Why give him a vigilante edge if he's not going to be vigilante? If he can be fucking literally literally caught by Eater? Eater who Eater got the speed. Oh, oh but Eater he he was presented as on the beginning. He he's the neji of this show. Presented as an equal to Bakugo and Todoroki, and look at him now. You ain't shit since your brother got hurt. Whoa. Like if you want to be real, you get caught by him. Not, not even by Bakugo. I've been fighting caught by Bakugo. You get caught by Ida. I forgot about your ass, bro. Wasn't Bakugo like holding on to Baku, you? Yeah, Bakugo was the last. And they like launched he, it. He was the last person before he like launched Ida. You're right, but. Why give him that character change if he's not going to vigilante towards the end? That means nothing if you don't use it. It's just like saying, hey, Muffin, you know what I'm saying? I I, I have the side business. I got all this money. I fucking don't use it. You don't earn money to not spend it. You don't give me that money. You don't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't get something to not use it. I need that money. Right? You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So 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 which one of these is your ultimate deal breaker? Is it themes? Is it point of view? Is it main character? Uh, point of view slash main character. Like is it bad? Yeah. Oh. Oof. Out of the six. If it if it's bad, it's just a non fucking starter for you. Uh the characters. The characters? Because I I I I I, I am inevitably following them. So why is it why is it ranked number five if it's your deal breaker? Like like okay, so we, we have ten points available, yes. right? Okay. We're we're ranking all of our anime, all of our manga yes. experiences out of ten. Okay. Do you believe that the thing that's a deal breaker you for you should be weighed more or less than anything else? It should be. It should be way less because, like, I because because way I look at it is. But it's a deal breaker. It's a you. deal breaker for me, but there has to be. It's easier to have okay to good characters, you know. I feel like even if it's, even if like first even if the like let's just say look for a theme if the theme is terrible number one if the theme is terrible I'm not watching your show like so that's your deal breaker huh it's not the characters no 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 but but deal breaker implied that I'm watching the show because I I read the description I saw like a trailer I say it looks pretty cool so the theme is not the theme is not it can't be a deal breaker because I do my research I just don't fucking watch anything that's number one that's me personally and number two when it comes down to the character it's like okay. Imagine if I watch Attack on Titan because I saw the I saw what it was about. I saw the animation. I saw the theme song. Saw the trailer. I read a synopsis, and every single character is like Armin. Like, oh, I don't want to kill him. Like, oh, what am I gonna do? Hey, the guy, let's go find a seat. If every character like Armin, I'm cutting the show off. <laughs> I'm just saying. But see, what I'm saying that's why it's a deal breaker rather than a non-starter. Like for sure, that if the theme is bad, like I'm not, I, like I'm sorry, I'm never gonna watch Fruit Baskets. I, I just ain't never gonna watch it. I, it, it for number one, the the, the 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 title of the show just gives me the illusion like it's just a, a fluffy, wholesome show. If I want to watch a fluffy, wholesome show, I'll go watch Doc McStuffins or something. You know what I'm saying? You don't believe that that anime can fill that that spot? What spot? Like why is it gotta be children? What? Why would it gotta be children? Like, why is it gotta be a children's show? Oh, oh, to be well, fluffy and wholesome. Well, because like, for me, being there's an explanation, by the way, of why it's called fruit basket. Okay, why is it called fruit basket? Listen, I can't dive ah! into it. <laughs> okay. okay, you don't, you don't have to. But the reason why I say that is because for me, as as a, a you know, I was an adult. I was an adult when really I got into anime, right? Yeah. When you were your first or second year in college, watched Death Note together, and just set us on this path. By then, I would say for the most part, 65-70% of my personality and my mindset have already been developed, right? So me jumping into this medium, this 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 form of watching entertainment and anime, I'm expecting it to fill a void that I didn't know I needed to, 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 to fill a void of gray morale themes, edginess, and I guess comedy, right? Because sitcoms are cool. But uh, a, a comedic anime is different because it's more slapstick. There's more like reference. There's more like in the facial, you know, what I'm saying the facial recognition and stuff of that nature, right? So the cutesy bouncy stuff, I didn't, I don't want that in my anime because I get that anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't, because I, I, I'm not bound. Where would you get that from? Huh? What are the things well, that I, we watch that could possibly give that to you? Well, at this point, I don't need that. I don't, I don't need that at all. Oh. That's what I'm saying. We're different people. Okay, fine. But, <laughs> but, 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 but what I'm saying is. If I if I really really needed it, I would just go back to the old cartoons I would watch when I was uh, watch when I was younger. 
right? I mean, your ass been falling asleep watching fucking Static Shock. Oh yeah, St- Static Shock is because it, it has it, it has more fucking uh, social. It was before its time. It, had, it really is. It had more social economic plot points than you think. You think it no, just, I know when you fall asleep and I get in there, I don't turn that shit off right away. <laughs> I just be sitting there caught up in the episode. Sometimes I'm like 10 minutes all the way through. And I was like, oh, this this deep. Why are we doing this right now? Aren't you a kid's show? That's but, what I'm yeah, saying. They had this school day. You were knocked the fuck out. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't, it, was, it was a haunted house at the school. Yeah. And one of the dudes, he, you know that redhead chick? I don't remember her name. Uh, um, she She's dating this 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 dude this one episode and he bullies yeah it must be Daisy but he bullies the fuck out of just like their classmate Uh. and she walks in on it and and like he he shoved he shoved the classmate in the locker the classmate was crying and begging for someone to let him out and then Static and friends finally run in there and and let him the fuck out and the next day like the dude the bully was just like yeah baby when you gonna forgive me and she was just like how about when you apologize to the dude you just bullied and he was just like I knew I'd get you back and I'm just like if somebody if Static don't come and beat you the fuck up and and then what, what really pissed me off and I, and I did have to turn off the episode because I got mad is that the, the, the bully turns around after he's like I knew she was gonna forgive me that's so easy and he turns around and some black dude jumps out of his way I'm just like hold the fuck up I'd be damned if I'm jumping out of some white man's way. For what? You, you think you're going to be his next victim? You black! Yes. Cut that shit out. Yeah, see? And like, and that's, and that's, and that's why I like Static Shock and I go back to what I was saying earlier. Like you said, a black person. Yeah, we all track. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Because because some cards in that era are, are anime. I I don't care about how like for me anime just means it has it's a like ma- anime thing. just means it has a manga adaptation. At the end of the day, for me, that's all anime the requirement I guess it has. But besides that, the themes and shit, yeah, it goes without saying what you said about the whole white dude jumping, black dude jumping out the way, right? They didn't they didn't talk about it. They didn't highlight it. But it it goes without saying. It made you feel a certain type of way, right? Yeah. And the dude, one more thing about Static Shock and move back to what I was saying. Every what other, are you saying? Huh? <laughs> what are you? I, I'll come back to it. Like the, I don't know. You you have me on a track about uh basically why do I wait character development more than uh than uh something I had higher on my list. But okay. Virgil's best friend is white. Uh huh. They hype. They they harp on it. Obviously, like one episode with his racist father, Richie's very racist father. Any other time, they don't harp on it, and I love that. But it's always there in the back of like every interaction they have, whether good or bad. I'm like, he has a white friend. Virgil never thinks about that. It goes without saying. But as a viewer, it's like, man, like because like cause, like we hate people. Like okay, you can I hate a strong word. You can say you don't like people when they appropriate black culture, right? I really don't. But looking at Virgil and Richie's school. You see more blacks than whites. So for Richie to be just as let's, let's, just as has the same interest as Virgil has, let's just keep it at that. Doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me feel any kind of bad feeling. It just goes without saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like both I like hip hop, but they're also both nerds and both like science and video games. See what I'm saying? It's a perfect show for a guy like me. Cause like growing up, you know, you were almost kind of ashamed to like certain things because like, oh, I wasn't black enough, right? Oh, yeah, we all were there, right? So. Yeah, that's why I fuck with the show. It's a theme that's not spoken upon, but it's there. It's clearly there for you to see. They could have made Richie anything, any color. His love interest is Spanish. His other love interest is possibly Asian. I'm not quite sure what fucking Rita is. I I, I, I don't know. Not quite sure. But, yeah, it just goes without saying. That's what I was saying about the character development and uh, how it, it weighs different for me. 
it's a non-starter if your theme is bad, right? Kind of talking about fruit basket, right? Just from the name alone, don't say that kind of thing for me. Making now, all kinds of assumptions. Well, here. that's fine. No, okay, fine. But I asked you, why is it called fruit basket? You didn't want to devote it to me, so I'm just gonna keep having this. this Honestly, there ain't a damn reason. Okay, <laughs> but like, like you may ask, okay, Brian, well, why do you like a show like Psyche K? Why do you like a show like Mob Psycho for the comedy? Why do you like Tomo Chan? Why do you like Kaguya Sama? Right? Well, Kaguya Sama, so over there, very comedic about the the romance and stuff, right? We've seen Degrassi. Degrassi is very dramatic with his love relationships. You've seen every sitcom where the comedy is funny, but the romantic part of the comedy isn't funny. That makes sense, right? That gets very serious. Think about it. Friends is funny, yes, but I'm on a break. Shit, that's not funny. Ross having three fair marriages, that's not funny. You know what I'm saying? Ray, uh, what's the name? Three what? Three, three failed marriages. Oh. The fact that Monica broke up with perfectly good man and Richard because they don't want he doesn't want to have kids, that's not funny. See what I'm saying? But in, this, in comedy trauma, the fact that I don't want to be the first one to admit my love, that's funny. <laughs> like, because it's realistically funny. You know what I'm saying? Tomo-chan, that's funny because, like, they could have just made this, they could have just made Tomo-chan a uh, tomboy, yes, but just, they could have made her look like, uh, I forget her name, her, her friend, the, the dark, the, the you know, the gloomy, dark, edgy chick. Uh, Gondo. Could have made it like her, right? But no, they made her, like, you know, tomboy, but also gave her a big rap, right? Like, you know, so I think that's funny because like usually tomboys don't have I guess those physical attractions that most guys all oh, all guys fuck that all guys are looking <laughs> for right? fuck, fuck that all guys are looking for right you know what I'm saying because on the opposite side you have another busty chick but she's a bimbo she she she's she's air hairish not bimbo she's, she's a secret bimbo she's air hairish right air headish mm-hmm. but at the same time we saw when she broke down to cry because of she thought that her love interest didn't love her back or whatever the case was. Like that's not funny, but see, it's it's flipped on it's flipped on his head, right? Because whole entire show, the romantic part of the show is funny, but this isn't funny anymore. Like, oh shit, that's why it's compelling, right? So that's why I love those two shows. Look at Psyche K and look at Mob Psycho. Being overpowered is fucking funny. Like Psyche, Psyche can literally just do anything. One punch man. Yeah, one punch man as well. As well, but one punch is a little bit different because you can see that his punches are just breaking people, right? Yeah. Psyche is like this dude has fucking two lollipops on his head, and he can just, <laughs> he can teleport anywhere. The whole entire show, he doesn't open his mouth to speak. He, he yeah. talks, he talks everyone telepathically, and no one notices. No one notices. Like what is that, right? And fucking mom psycho. It's the way they're drawn. I ain't gonna lie. It's the way they're drawn. They're all fucking drawn the same. It's just like, is this is this is this a world? Is this like a? Uh, a message upon like uh, like how like the great blobs and Tim and Terry like all look the same on the outside. You know, it's never spoken upon, but it's funny, right? Because like all oh, fucking look the same. Let's let's move on. So so you've given. I, I want you to go ahead and give me your points breakdown. You have ten points available. Ten points available. Six categories, right? Six categories. Right. What are you assigning? Do you mind if I take paper? Uh yeah, go ahead, but don't look at mine. Uh, okay, fine. Let's see. I will go. Write it. Write it down too. Okay. Cool. Plot, I'm going to give plot. Plot and characters both a one. All right, you got eight points available. Eight points available. I'm going to go ahead and get the themes of... Oh, no, no, excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and get conflict. I'm going to give conflict a two. Tell the people why. I mean, conflict a two because... I'll ask you why. Just continue okay, assigning yeah, yeah. them. Okay, okay. So, uh, so far I got four points, right? Mm-hmm. So I got six left. No. Six points left. Yeah, six points left. That's how math works, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to... Hey, look. Check this out. No, scratch that. 
Conflict is no longer two. I'm a cheater. Conflict is a one and a half. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm, 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 my no. list. My list. Damn it. No. <laughs> Bye. Put that two back. <laughs> Whole numbers only. Fine. Please. Fine. I'll give setting a roll building a two. Right. So two, two, one, one. So does that six? Sure. So I have four points left, so I mean I gotta get themes and point of view two and two. But the reason why I wanted to get conflict of one and a half, I was gonna get setting also one and a half, right? So that would have been no. Four, no. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that would have been three, four, five. So I have five points left. I would have wanted two and a half, two and a half, because I think that's more accurate. Because I can't give anything a zero because why have on the list, right? Mm-hmm. So one's low as I can go. So I, ideally, I would have gave two and a half the themes, two and a half the point of view. One and a half for a conflict and for setting, and then one and one for character and plot. I feel like that's a more accurate breakdown, right? And the reason why I have uh, one and one for plot and character, and when it comes to conflict, because obviously conflict is between characters, right? And, you know, all that's intertwined. But a conflict is more important to me because if the character, okay, if I like the characters, right? So mm-hmm. that means I would like the characters. Cool. And I gave it a one, and you may think, well, if it's a deal breaker, well, because I think it's a, it comes down to the, the degree of difficulty of what you're trying to do, right? It's not hard for me to like the character, right? Just don't fucking be whiny, right? Like, I can't stand uh, Deku at times. I can't stand Takamichi at times. However, when it comes to Takamichi, I can understand that. You fucking watch the rest of him kill himself. You watch your love die over and over again. I can kind of get it. I don't like crying, but I get it, right? Armin, I fuck with him all the time. But at the end of the day, you do live in a world with giant monsters who are naked and trying to eat you. Like, I don't fucking cry too, right? Come on, you know? I understand that. So it's really hard for me to hate a character. Like, I can't think of a rip of a character who I absolutely hate. Like, but you named a bunch of main characters, and that should be into your point of POV view. and MC. Well, I mean, the I other characters are your Bonds, your Lanes yeah. of the world. Yeah, right, right, right. And, like, but some good shows, like, Takamichi's the main character of to- Tokyo Avengers, right? However, they spend a good amount of time. I think also showing the point of view of other characters where it's not, you know, dominated by Takamichi to the point where I almost don't see Takamichi. I just see Takamichi as a guy. I'll get into that. Okay, okay, fine. I just see Takamichi as a guy who, who's basically, you know, getting, getting the majority of the screen time, right? Mm-hmm. But quality of a quantity, right? You can get, let's say you can get 85% of the screen time, but I would, but someone who has like, uh, what's, the, what's that math? 15%. Other mm-hmm. 15%, but every time on the screen is heavy, heavy, heavy shit. I would appreciate that more, right? So, characters... Like, whenever Maki, Maki, whenever Ma- Mikey and Dragon pull up to the oh, scene, absolutely. we know it's about to go down. We know we're about to dug yeah. more into this yeah. shit, and it's shit actually matters. That's why they say it's season two. I, matter of fact, I, I just joined uh, Tokyo Avengers Reddit earlier today. Oh, I, I should do that. Yeah. Um, But let's... Now that you've established... How things are weighted for you. Okay. Let, let's talk about Muffin. Let's yes. talk about Muffin. Because I, I wanted this discussion because I don't agree with your gumbo sandwich bullshit. Right, um, so my, my ranking of the six categories of plot, setting, characters, point of view, slash main character, conflict, and themes. For me, Deal Breaker is number one. It's the setting and the world building. If I am not interested in your world... I don't want... It's a non-starter for me. I'm not going to watch okay, the yeah, show. Yeah, is it a non, okay, it's a non-starter. It's a non-starter. Okay. And yes, I'm judging a book by... I'm judging an anime by well, the inside flap of the book cover. Well, yeah, absolutely. As you should because like at the end of the day, it you, you there, there's so much to watch now. You, there's you, so much to watch. You I don't have, have a, to sit down Yeah, you this. have a choice. Like, you can be... I can say myself an anime fan if only watched 40 anime. There's like thousands of anime out there. Because like I said, all anime is is adapted from manga. 
So it could be terrible. Not all anime. Well, most anime, right? But I'm saying just, I guess, the definition of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, like, that's why, like, I know you're surprised and kind of sad about the fact that I don't want to watch Arcane. Yeah. I like the theme song, sure. I watched that first episode. I didn't feel enough care about the characters in order to move forward. And that's why characters is my number two. Because at that point, anybody at the end of that episode could have wound up being in our MC. Yeah, that's right. That's the way it was written. That's the way the episode played out. So they already didn't have me with the setting and the world building. Oh, that's, that's, they, what, they, that's what it had me. That's they why. didn't get me with the characters either. So I couldn't even move past my one and two. Right. So, and then, so... I have one setting and world building. I have two at all the characters, not the point of view and the main character. That's that's honestly my last one um, because I feel like if I'm engaged enough in the story, my main character doesn't count. He's just a he's just a vehicle for me to experience this world and this plot. I don't really care as much about his development development as I do about the other characters in the world to flesh them out. That's why I think I rate, and you haven't read the manga, and you've only seen like four or five episodes. That's why I rate Hell's Paradise so fucking high. Because with the way that they bounce around in their story and make us give a damn about 12 different characters, all equally, yes, I have my favorite. Everybody has a favorite. We're humans, we have biases. But I, I gave a fuck about whether like a dude who had like 20 seconds in that first air in that first episode i gave a fuck by the end of the show whether or not he died it was amazing question like it's it not like a attack on you it's a legit question yeah reading the inside of the cover of hell paradise to put say how you put it premise of the show explaining to me is these criminals go to the world basically you know there's fucking supernatural shit going on right trying to find the elixir of life mm-hmm. they're interested in me off rip off back off rip a question for you is does the exploration of why they're locked up ever come into play? Like the crimes they committed yes. to be criminals? Yes. And is is there a... Whether explained, touched upon, open-ended or not, is there like a, a theme going on that basically means anybody could be a criminal? Yes. Okay. Got because it. you could just find yourself in a very specific set of circumstances. Yes, yes, yes. Like, you, you remember that little girl, <clears throat> she's dark-skinned, she has, like, the ponies, she looks kind of like a boy? Yeah. Her name's Newer Guy. Uh-huh. She committed no crime except for fucking existing. Mm. She was playing in the mountains one day, and this is mild spoilers for Hell's Paradise. She was playing in the mountains one day, saw a group of, like, samurai looking dudes and they were and they came up to her and one of them's like injured or fake injured and they beg her for help like they need medicine they need to do that so she leads them back to her village well they are faking that shit they slaughtered her entire village and kidnapped her and brought her and imprisoned her because they didn't like that people weren't living under the thumb of the shogun Mm -hmm. that's it anybody in power can deem you a criminal yeah no I'll tell you this that's more appealing to me than them being on the island, right? So I, I hope when I watch my episodes, the there's a balance between what's happening on the island with the weird monsters and their stories because I feel like that is more appealing to me. Now, I will say just based on what you described, no execution whatsoever, that is more appealing to me than Demon Slayer is because with Demon Slayer, they all have their stories as well. But the fact they're already demons living in a world where humans are trying to kill them they already eliminated 
my need for knowing about their stories, if that makes sense, right? Mm. But, but put it this way, like the fact that these are humans and he in par- and hell's paradise, anyone could be a criminal. That's why I fuck with villain saga so much. Anybody can be a slave. You can be <laughs> that's why <laughs> you can be the richest person in your village. Someone come plunders that shit, you're now a slave. Your land is no longer yours, type thing, right? So just based off rip, Hell's Paradise coming out of the execution, right? Hell's Paradise sounds more compelling to me in Tokyo, Tokyo, uh, not Tokyo, uh, Demon Slayer. Because, like I said, it's cool about, I love Akasa's, I love his backstory, his character, right? But I already feel of all demons, right? Because some of them ask to be demons to be kept alive, sure. Some of them ask for power, some just got turned into demons just because Muzan likes you, right? So I already have sympathy for them, so it doesn't make me more. It makes me more sympathetic in some cases, but not all cases. Akaza is the anomaly rather than the norm. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Daki Akaza, yes. The number two don't care. Like don't doesn't make me more sympathetic towards them. Number one does not make me more sympathetic towards them. Even Rui, the spider one, eh, you know, kind of. I felt you know what? My third most sympathetic one, uh, the one who was never an upper moon, the drum guy. Yeah. Being told that your art, some of your practice was not good enough. Because like at the end of the day, you can do what you love, but you still kind of seek validation, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, but anybody can be a demon and demon slayer. Huh? Anybody can be a demon and demon slayer. Yeah, but that but 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 that's the thing though. You don't think it's executed as well as Boy, it, well it's because like anyone can be a demon because Muzan turns you into one, right? Just like or other demons. Huh? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, other demons as well. But I guess my point being is like difference between anyone could be a slave or anyone could be a prisoner, like in Hell's Paradise. It's it's a human and real thing, you know what I'm saying? Like because of a human action that I did by leading someone who I thought needed my help to a village, I am now a criminal, yeah. right? Like I'm dying, which is a natural thing. I get turned into a demon. The supernatural aspect takes away the need for my a human sympathy, right? Because Akaza's story is a human thing. Him turning into a demon is a supernatural thing. Like, perfect comparison. Tokyo Ghoul. You don't get to any of their backstories. The ghouls, why they're ghouls. And for me, I don't need it. I mean, you do in the manga. Fine, but I don't need it. You know you know why? We are live in a world where ghouls get turned into ghouls. The humans are already hunting them. I gotta eat. And some ghouls don't eat people. They found a way outside of that. Just like vampires who drink no calipers. No one except for Kaneki and a couple other spoilery people yeah. turned into ghouls. Yeah. You are either a ghoul or you're not in that world. So I understand why it doesn't really matter their backstories. For right. Because they weren't turned into this. It wasn't something that was brought upon them. No, they were they were born yeah, this right, way. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah. Point being is, like, even like even if you... Like, just like vampires who drink cow's blood, right? Even if you stop killing another species, they still kill you because you're a ghoul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a black person. That definitely speaks to me because, like, even if you have money, even if you have position and power, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes down to the wrong wrong white person wants you out, all of a sudden... You can be the CEO of a company, but a racist janitor will fucking make your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that speaks to me. That's why I feel like just what you just said, hell's prayer. Now, execution comes down to it. Now, if they give me more of these fucking fish monsters, like, okay, bro, like, like, like cool, you can draw some weird-ass shit. Like, you, <laughs> you put your whole staff on acid when you made this stuff. Cool. No, 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 no. Those monsters, like, fade out, and then you start fighting... You start fighting the, the Lord Tenzin, yeah. who are humanoid, uh-huh. but they're responsible for all these poor people on this island being corrupted in the way that they are. Right. Now, you know what would be cool, though? I don't know if they harp into this, and feel free to answer if they do. 
if they're going to do creative monsters like this, I would love for them to dive into, the, I guess, the inspiration of why you're like that, if that makes sense. Like, let me see. A perfect example would kind of be like... Like, basically, like, I can't think of any show that does this. But let's say, for instance, I in my human life, I was a very, very greedy man. I was very greedy. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I prayed upon a week. Oh, no, it has, that doesn't. You see what I'm saying? You see what it's I'm, not about that. You see what I'm trying to say? These though? are just things that have been corrupted on the island right. because of their power system. That's cool. That's cool, too. But, I, like, hell, it, 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 that's why it comes down to, like, because well, I'm, I'm trying to be consistent here. Like, that's where you have, like, the, the themes. Like, what you was explaining to me was cool, but it would make it even more cool if they added another layer to, like, yes, this fish was corrupted, but, like... Okay, he was I'm, a fisherman I, in his past life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, some kind of cruel irony, right? Like, I, I, I kill and capture all the fish to prevent this village from eating anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to my knowledge, it's not like that. That would be fucking awesome. But, no, so the, the Lord... Essentially, the themes... The overarching main theme of Hell's Paradise is whether or not immortality is even fucking worth it. Right. So, it's like, what, what's the value of a human life... It's sort of like Fulminante's Brotherhood. Like, we know how many people father committed genocide against in order to be the ultimate philosopher. Yeah, the whole nation stuff. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, an entire <laughs> nation doesn't fucking exist anymore. And it's like that with Lord Timson. And, like, these criminals are being forced to go after the elixir of life to make some man, the shogun, fucking immoral. Well, he, he doesn't deserve that shit. You know, like, he's just a man in power once these atrocities committed. And, like, if he ever found out, he would willingly put all these people to death. Right. And then you have to weigh that against your freedom. Mm. Do you try your best to get off this island and escape and hope that you never get found out? Or do you suffer all this shit, go reward a man who didn't do the work in order to gain your freedom? What is it worth to you? Like, I just want to add something else to that. It's funny you mention that because, like, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima right now for the first time. And, like, like I told you the other day, there was this side mission I'm doing where this guy is trying to find his ultimate technique, ultimate sword technique, for God knows what reason, right? But he's slaughtering everybody, tells him, no, we're just singing this way, innocent people, yada, yada, yada. I find it fascinating. Now, there's probably plenty of anime out there like this, but just the whole periods of Japanese culture, like the samurai era, like the, the, all the different periods... They have very good and already well-written themes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically comparing the, you know, the value of life, comparing, hey, uh, what's the price of power, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. I wish more anime, because, like, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a Japanese medium, right? I wish more anime, well, maybe there is. Maybe there's more anime like that, but I guess I want the final anime. Like, Revenger right now, I'm, very, I'm enjoying the Revenger very much so. Even though it's only 13 episodes, the whole, like... It's 12. Why do you keep saying 13? It doesn't matter. 12 <laughs> is one, come on, whatever. It, it's less than 15. Man. It's just the fact that, like, you know, hey, like, you, you mentioned to me off mic, you know, Christianity came into that period. It was like, nah, we don't, we don't, we don't worship that. We don't, we don't study that here or whatever, right? But this one man is using that New Testament, and, like, he's, like, twisting the New Testament, and, like, you know, turn the other cheek. It's like, our guy wants us to turn the other cheek, but he's turning the other cheek because he wants us to 
the, do the work. Do the work for like you know, basically do the the first testament, the wrathful God, you know, type thing. Like Like I, yes, it is a sin of a sin to murder, but it would be a greater sin to let these people who are causing so much harm and suffering right. continue to live. Right. So we must take it upon ourselves and pray that we can atone for the murders we're about to commit. Right. But what gets and I, I hope they delve into this because I'm going to be honest, I'm not really that invested into Revenger. Um, and I hope they delve into it is that like, well, what guarantee do I have that like I'll be able to fully atone? Like, yes, they're doing all this harm and suffering, but like all we're doing is satisfying people's uh, grudges. Grudges. Yeah. Like, how is, how is that in line with it? And I feel like it's because it's this man... It's it's the guy with the with the drip with the hat, <laughs> um, who's interpreting this scripture this way and telling it to the people. Yeah. And that's my problem with organized religion, <laughs> um, as a whole. So I hope they delve into those principles. It's just like no, this was this one's one man's version of religion, and he passed it on to you. And now you expect to just what be rewarded in the afterlife, right. or are you fine with condemning yourself? Because like I interpret the scripture that you should love everybody regardless of their sins, and you should pass it on to them in order to hope. And make them see better and want better for themselves and others. You know, love thy neighbor. Right. Ain't nowhere in there am I killing somebody. Right. Like, well, I, and I hope there that dichotomy enters into it. Right, right. Because, like, it is a Western religion. Of course they're going to trust a Westerner to tell them what's right from wrong. Because, like, oh. people who are, and this is going to sound fucked up, people who are prone to religious beliefs are far too trusting. Like, they just accept that word and move on and take it into themselves and continue on with their life but like what if they're telling you it wrong right because he can't read that shit right, right. and he's not being encouraged to read it from himself and come to the same conclusion no he is being told what to do right but who is like our protagonist the, the white haired guy well what do you mean? we see him oh, kneeling yeah, yeah, yeah. at the feet of the of the priest yeah and he's being told this is how you can move forward your life right, right. this is how you can find a purpose mm, right what if that man wasn't there what if he found that book and was able to read it in english and he's just like nah i need i need to be the priest and tell people right. to love and support and stop harming right. each other well like i like what you said like, like like what you said i don't know if they're going to get into it but for on the surface how i look at it how i read it is the white hair guy he Something must have happened to where he like. Yeah, we better get his backstory real soon. Like like something happened. He frowns upon. He frowns upon this current world, right? Yeah. And maybe he fell out with the old religion. Maybe he fell out with the old testament. Whatever the case may be. But I feel like his followers, they were already killers and mercenaries. But now you have somebody who is like the boss and have like this religious virtue behind it, it kind of gives them more of a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like, look at Kisame from Naruto. Kisame already had his honor code of, like, you know, killing people who are traitors to the village. And, like, once he killed his own leader, he kind of felt aimless. But now, you fall under Madara slash Obito slash Pain, you know, whatever the case may be, I have a purpose of my killing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, at a certain point in time, you gotta have, like, oh, not always, but at a certain point in time, some people find out you gotta have a higher power for your already established beliefs, right? Because sometimes it makes you feel leave you feel empty that you're not you're doing anything for nothing. Because our main protagonist, he was already he already killed his father in law. Like you can say whatever reason he believed the case may be, he already did it. So he's already willing to 
eradicate people, you know, from uh, from this world who who seem to be doing harm to it. But now he has he has more of a purpose, you know. So, but yeah, I, don't know, I, I I have faith. I mean, if it doesn't, it doesn't because like it can go without saying. I this is how I interpret it, right? Because at the end of the day, you can say you don't like this show, or anybody can say they don't like Revenger. But what I took from it and what I can see, what I visualize it, isn't that what watching anime is all about? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What would you get from it rather what's on the screen? Because if you want to talk about stuff that's like that's why your theme is so high. Huh? That's why your theme. Oh is yeah, for sure. That's why my theme is very very high because at the end of the day. Like I said, I, I started watching anime as a young adult. So after I feel like I gained all the real, real world drama and sci-fi, not sci-fi, real world sitcom, stuff like that, meeting Mike and DeVos to build my character, there was not enough gray, black, and white for me, right? Now, granted, there are more shows out there like that now. I just, you know, never came across them, you know? Uh, that's why I fuck with Murder uh, Mystery so much, live action. Like, you know, your criminal minds, your SVUs, because you dive into, like, you know, outside of some kids who just have, like, straight up mental issues that make them, like, mental breakdown, make them kill stuff. I really like criminal minds because they, they, they delve into, like, the unsub, like, his ideology, why he believes it, why he feel like he's doing what he's doing is right. You know what I'm saying? Never to justify saying killing is okay. But, see, it's, it, it's better to absorb it that way in anime because visually these aren't real people. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's, that's fucking Shamar Moore about the, you know, cut the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah, yeah, that disconnect when there's real people on the screen. Exactly, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but, so, uh, let's get back on it. Yeah. This is podcast. This is what we do. So, I have setting and world building at number one. I've assigned it two points. I decided to keep your, your number system and be consistent across the board. Um, for number two, where you have your point of view slash main character, I have characters as a whole. Uh-huh. Everybody else who's contributing to this world, to this story, I need I need to like more than one character in a show in order for me to move on with it. So it gets two points. Uh, for number three, where you have setting and world building, I have plot. Uh-huh. Um, way higher than yours, you have plot at number six. Um, I need to know that the journey you're about to take me on is worth my time. Right. And if your first three or so episodes don't give me characters to love, world building set up, and what we're trying to accomplish, I ain't fucking with it. Mm-hmm. For Seven Deadly Sins, for me, the first season, it, it was enough. It, this is the world we live in. It's the Kingdom of Leonis. Yeah. It's sort of like Britannia. I fuck with King Arthur and that whole world. And knowing that he was just next door in Camelot, that was cool to me. Um, it, it gave it immediately gave me more depth. And Elizabeth, her she was okay. I didn't really like her. I didn't really like Meliodas either. But they gave me the plot. They want to gather the seven deadly sins. I fuck with the seven deadly sins. I want to know how they earned their sin. Yeah. That was in the first three episodes. That was dope. That was great. And then they moved on to second season, and then they changed the rules a little bit. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm still in it. Let, let's watch it. Let's see what happens. And then my char- favorite character started falling off and becoming less important. Like, Ooh, I like n- not my favorite characters, but the characters that I enjoyed that felt that I felt like added more to the world. Mm-hmm. Like, Guilt Thunder, like, he just became less relevant. Her sisters became less important after we worked all that time to to free them like and to find them right. and then the seven deadly sins like yeah we were we were still missing the lions and the pride so yeah, yeah. i'm gonna hang on and see what escador is all about yeah. i can't wait to discover him and then we discover him and then he's just he's just in this little rinky dinky bar and that's fun that's and then good. they introduced the ten commandments yeah. so uh, going back to like my 
childhood of I, mean, I know the foundations of Christianity essentially you got the seven daily sins you got the ten commandments so here are the seven daily sins being the good guy versus the ten commandments who are just fucking evil and that's awesome mm. give me that conflict I suddenly care a lot more about this shit yes you're dropping off my characters um and I'm getting sort of annoyed with the characters that I previously enjoyed and so my character score as the seasons went on was getting lower and lower but my plot was like my plot was still there a little bit and the world building was getting larger and larger they're introducing the conflicts between all the races and why they kind of withdrew from the world and where humanity stands in that in their relationship and conflicts with one another. But then, like, I couldn't figure out the themes. <laughs> I was like, what, are, what, all this over two people that I don't really care for? What do you mean? Elizabeth and Meliodas. Right. All this strife, all this plot, all this happening. All be, also, the two of them can fall in love and so she can die again? Yeah, but, but see, see, I think that's where... This is, I think, since we're doing this flip, this is where definitely our ideology flip. That's why I've cared this so low. Though it, those, those two could be anybody. I don't care about that. It's the fact that you have a Romeo Juliet situation, right? You, you sure. Well, no. So that uh, pointing out Meliodas and and uh, Elizabeth. Not, oh, 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 oh. That that's my is that's why I didn't care. That's why I was able to continue on to season three because okay. my point of view and main character is so low. Right. It, it like. I can just ignore the two of them even though I don't really like them anymore. But then I stopped liking Bond. I stopped liking King. I stopped liking Deanne. I still fuck with Merlin and Escanor. But Escanor can only fight half the time. And then Merlin, like, she was just... Her body was entombed in stone for a lot of season two. And she was just talking through an orb. Well, yeah. No, like for one episode she was a stone, then she then she was. No, uh, it took a couple episodes. No, well, it doesn't really. You matter. can't go a couple episodes the whole season. Which one is it? I didn't, it, <laughs> you, does, it does not matter. But so at the end of the day, out of the seven deadly sins, uh-huh. I only really fucked with two of them, and they didn't get very much screen time. It's not their story. Wait, who, I get it. Who two? Who's two? Huh? Escanor and Gother. Escanor and Merlin. Like out of out of all of them, because like I couldn't fuck with Gother after he did what he did to to old Night Girl. Like he he oh, mind Jer- fucked Jericho? her. Not Jericho. Oh, oh. And then and then Jericho Jericho goes around following Bond like a little puppy. I'm just like I like that she was trying to live in her brother's shadow and like overcame that and start her own value. But then she just kind of followed Bond around while he tried to revive Elaine, and she clearly fucking loves Bond. And I was like yeah. I like I wanted Elaine to stay dead, and so Jericho and Bond and he can move on from that relationship. Like I I wanted growth and I didn't get it. Instead, the plot enabled him to revive Elaine and then have her be evil for an episode and then be all hunky-dory and lovey with each other. Right. And I don't fucking like Elaine. What? So they just kept introducing more things that I didn't like mm-hmm. and expanding the world, which was great, but I still don't like most of these people. Mm-hmm. So I, I tapped out of the show. Right. Like I, I didn't want to be here anymore. You're introducing too many things. Your world building is starting to get... Uh, a little convoluted because like you're introducing all these things that I don't think are necessary. Right. Like stick with the five races. They did. No, no, stick with the five races. Don't give me too much. And then and then the fucking goddess race. There are such the angels were such a disappointment. And I realized it's because they weren't the real archangels or some shit. They were like little fucking underlings coming down and like being all imposing. Like oh yeah, I'm a goddess race. I'm like when that when the. Uh, a duke or whatever he was in part of the holy knights and he's some he gives his life to embody a goddess yeah. and that bitch runs yeah I, t- I i was out of there so fast i was like what 
what? It, it, it was just too much. So I have plot at number three. It's worth two points. I have conflict at number four. It's worth two points. And then I have themes because, like, while I love to, like, reminisce about a show and decide, like, was this plot good? Was the storytelling good? I don't really care about overarching things. Like, I don't care that you're trying to convey that Deku needs to inspire hope in order to be the number one hero. Sure. All right. I don't really care. Um, that's why I was so able to like move around with him as the main character and enjoy the show while he was out of it because like I don't care about Deku's themes. Like I enjoyed it a lot when it was just staying and we were exploring that ideology and that was great. So I, ideology and themes do go hand in hand, but I need I enjoy the counterpoints to your overarching theme a lot more than I do like oh yeah it's the power of friendship. Mm. Yeah, fuck off with that. Right. I.e. fairy tale. Right. Power of Friendship can only save, save you so many times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, give me, uh, what's his name? Oh. Zareth. Give, give me his shit. Mm. I liked his shit. Right. I understand why he was trying to revive his fucking dead brother. I get it. And I love that all these bad guys, all the, 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 the dark guilds mm. were misinterpreting his shit. It was so good. Right. And yet you end the day with Power of Friendship. Yeah, see, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not, no That's why themes can't rank too high for me. Oh, I no. have it at number five. Oh no, see, it, 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 it ranks high for me because it, it's just like I feel like, no, and, and this is not a knock on you. This is just like well, I'm interpreting what you're saying. I feel like you're taking what the anime is presenting you at face value. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm not like which like go back to the first uh, seven and real quick. You said you don't like Meliodas and uh, Elizabeth. Fine, but. Just like I, I, I haha joke that Lucy's not the main character of Fairy Tale, I can, I, I think for me watching show, I can determine whether wrong, right or wrong. Elizabeth's not the main character, nor is she a co-main character. A seven of sense to me. Like I said, right or wrong, I see that. That's why a character's so low for me. But point of view, I'm watching it straight through Meliodas's eyes. I'm not watching through Elizabeth's eyes because her. Yeah, see, that's why I had to value characters over point of view main character more because. More often than not, I dislike the main character. I don't fuck with Takamichi. Right. I, I'm sorry. I just right. don't. But I'm loving Tokyo Revengers because I get to enjoy these well-written characters outside of him. Right. I enjoy new arcs where you introduce new people because you've shown me through your writing that you know how to do it well and properly and give them enough depth that I give a fuck. Right. Especially the villains. Right, right. Yes, but, it's amazing. Yeah, like, but, uh, excuse me, words. <laughs> so my, my point of view in main character is ranked number six and it's only worth one point because like if you get a zero in that and I have nine other points that are all fucking good that's a great fucking anime to me like but I have some anime that like are 10 out of 10 and they feel that they they get 2 out of 2 in setting a robot and they get 2 out of 2 in other characters because like the cast is broad Mm -hmm. I enjoy almost every single one of them there's always one that I'm just gonna dislike because I'd be like I like pointing the screen be like ah this bitch again (laughs) and then and then the plot it's amazing if you don't have good world building good good other characters outside your main character and a compelling plot Mm -hmm. your show can't ever be more than a 3 out of 3 uh, a four, uh, 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 a perfect uh, I mean, Your show can't ever be more than a three out of ten. For me, I don't think I watch three out of ten shows. So. Uh, I, I've seen three out of ten shows. Right. I just watched it. I'm not like you. No, yeah. I, I just, I just put on a fucking anime, and if I don't like it, then I turn it off, like Bunny Daddies. 
Like I, I watched one episode. I was enjoying myself. No, I was one episode I saw, but I was. I wasn't invested. Like I don't really care. Like I don't care for their dynamic. I don't care for the little girl. And there's not enough plot because, like, I don't give a fuck about you trying to get this little girl back to her mom. I don't care. Bye. So I stopped watching the show. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I think what it's coming down to, like, you let the characters dictate your plot. I let the plot dictate the characters. That's why everything we're talking about is flipped, right? Because, yeah. because like, they're, like, I can understand why you don't like Elizabeth and, uh, Elizabeth and, uh, I don't like most of the seven dollars. That's fine. I can, underst- I can understand why you don't like the characters. But for me, what's happening to them enhances their characters. Rather than their characters enhances happen to them. Because, like, let's just say Bob. Let's just say Bob and Lily like each other, right? One's one's from a demon race and one's from a goddess race, right? You know what I'm saying? That's simply what's happening here. It's Romeo and Juliet, and I didn't like that shit either. Well, why not? Like, just curious. Like, why not? I just didn't enjoy it. Like, they all felt stupid to me. I know love as a driving force in entertainment is not for me. Like, romance... For me, should always take the fucking backseat unless I'm watching a romance anime like nah. Obvious on Antomo Chan. Nah, nah, nah. See, that, that just comes down to what they branded as, though. See, it, it it does. It absolutely does. But when I enter a show and I'm expecting high high fantasy, and all your decisions are based off of like yeah, but how how do you have a show? How do you have a show with decisions that are based off fantasy? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. What? Like how? Like, no, 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 no. I'm saying like I enjoy the world in. That's why I enjoy fantasy as a genre so much because they give me so much lore and world building and fascinating bits and pieces of the mythology and characters who are living in this mythology and having it affected to them. That's why I don't give a fuck about the main character because I just want to live in this world. It's me. I'm Meliodas. Mm. Like, and when I'm disagreeing with every decision that he makes, like, why are you flipping up that bitch's skirt in order to tell who's the fucking, who's the real one? That, yeah, that's episode three. Yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah, what you're I'm like, I would never do that shit. That's I don't want to. I don't. I don't like it. That's fine. That's just fine. I don't. I don't care about it. The the comedy has to be right. It, it was too much fan service. And don't get me wrong, I felt the fan service. I love the fan service of fucking Fire Force, but I also love every single person in Company Eight. I love Joker. I love Licked. I love Company One yeah. and the Priest. Yeah. Like Fire Force yeah. is impeccable. It has. It has no points for me where it misses, especially knowing that it connects to fucking Soul Eater and having that nostalgia attached to it. And this is how the fucking world gets created? 10 out of 10 for me. And I know it's not going to be a 10 out of 10 for you, but there's no point in my list where it misses. What's Soul Eater? Uh, Fire Force and Zolita. Oh no, Fire Force. I, I, once again, I, I, I'm the guy that if I give you a 10 out of 10, then I can't say anything bad about the show. So... I, I, I really hesitate to get Brotherhood a 10 out of 10, honestly. It's like a 9.8, 9.7, you know what I'm saying? Because 9 out of 10, bro. Because if, you want, because if I can say one bad thing about it, you beat Father with a punch. Like, cool, haha, funny. Yeah. Dude just held the sun in his hand, you beat him with a punch. But, like, th- that's, you know what I'm saying? But, but Fire Force, real quick, I feel like, now, once again, I'm not saying any of your, your ideology is wrong, but I, I look at it differently. It's like, a Fire Force, supernatural shit is going on, right? However, outside of Shinra, and you know, Arthur been able to deduce fire and stuff. That is very small compared to the supernatural shit of the world, right? Like, I know that's why world building is so high for me. Yes, yes, that's cool. Like, give me all that information about the cataclysm. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, know yeah, the yeah. See, that's cool and all, but that's why for me, I have it in the middle. That's why character is so low for me because, like, I look like back to Seven Deadly Sins. It's just like they're none of them are human. 
except for Bond. Bond's an immortal. None of them are human. So for me to agree with their decision as a human, why well, this is a Escanor is human. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, you're right. Escanor is a human who has god power, godlike powers. Is Merlin not also a human Merlin. that was given the blessings from both the goddess and the demon? I don't know. I'm pretty she, sure she was human. I don't know if she was human. I, I don't I don't know. She's just human from like a very ancient time. Because like here's the thing. There's more than five races, by the way. Because there's vampires as well. But like, there's vampires in that shit. Yeah, there's five. Like saying there's only five nations, it's like saying that there's only five villages in Naruto. You know, there's more. But really, we're just harping. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's dumb. It's, that's not dumb. It's, I mean, it, to say it's dumb, say like the. Why does it need to be there? What's the point? What? What's the point of having vampires? No, like they're not a part of the show. But they get mentioned when it comes to like another character development later on. But my point being is like, like to say to say that I can't put Merlin in the goddess race, the demon race, the fairy race, or the giant race doesn't mean she's human. Because like like I said, they they establish there's, there's other you know, other smaller races, but they don't matter, right? They don't matter, right? That's not important. My point being is I I can't say like oh I disagree. Well, I can't say I disagree with your motivations, but they're not human. None of them are human. None of them live as human. For me to like, oh yeah, I don't like what you're trying to do here. Like, well, I'm a human. I, I can't look at it from that perspective. I can only do like, for instance, if my if you die, I can't I can't bring you back. There's nothing I can do in this human world to bring you back. But in their world, there is. So their decisions are different. Like their their motivations are different. I'm not gonna go like killing spirit trying to find some random seed that can bring you back. I know it's not realistic. That's not possible. She's a human. Okay, cool. But point being is like. For me, the Romeo and Juliet thing, I can see what you're saying about like you don't like shows being dictated by love. But for me, I guess for me, my seven deadly sins for you, like my my show that is seven deadly sins to you that you may agree with is this ReZero. ReZero to ReZero to me is dedicated too much to the relationship aspect, because especially when you have you have you have a world built around something like Erased, which is 12 episodes, I always mention that, Erased, <laughs> you, have, you have Tokyo Avengers, right? Both time going back, time resetting stuff, right? None of them harp on love. Now you can say, Takamichi's trying to save his ex-girlfriend, but, but, but here's the thing though, not everything Takamichi does, it does, like, how, how, how do I phrase this? Right? When so, Takamichi's in the past, he's not focused on spending time with Hina, that would, that would be a very yes, different yes. show. Exactly. Is that he's focused on building the relationship with other people, so Hina's never put in the position where she's getting right. murked. And also, and, and also another thing about Tokyo Revengers. Another small thing that makes it different is the fact that they're broken up in the present. Yeah. So not only do we have him trying to save Hina, also in the background, why did I break up with Hina? Well, we already got that. We, answer. we got that answer, right? But like for the longest time, like why did I break up with Hina? Right? There's different sprinkles of elements to like, I guess, distract us from the love part of it, but. But talking about ReZero and talking about Seven Deadly Sins, ReZero, for me, one thing, it's one thing I hate. The fact that he has love for, uh, I forget her name. Uh, Emilia. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but she doesn't know his powers. So it's very aggravating as a viewer for you doing all this stuff without having your love interest in the know, right? Now, with Seven Deadly Sins standpoint, I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's based on love, per se. It's just, a, it's, it's just like... You can like you can say it based on love, but for me to think that hey, the uh, Meliodas couldn't betray his race for any other reason besides love, I don't see it that way. Because like to say that makes it seem like any any race or any clan or anything or any walk of life can betray their own because of love. It could just be because like for instance, like say if like a person who was raised in Catholicism grows up becomes atheist, grows up and becomes a uh, part of the Muslim belief. 
That's nothing to do because my wife or my partner is that. It's because I grow and I outgrow something that was bestowed upon me at birth. You know, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. Like, I like, see, like, like I can see what's presented. Like, it comes down to you take what's presented as you. I take what I want to take from it. You can say, well, Brian, well, you, you, you're watching a different show. Well, I mean. <laughs> I feel like you're watching well, well, a different well, but, show. <laughs> but, 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 I, but I already stated earlier, that's what anime is to me. It, 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 it's a 30-minute showing of just these these themes that have so high and ideals that make me, you know, contemplate, you know, my, my own life, contemplate what I think about life and, like, how I would react to certain stuff. So, anyway. Oh, yeah, I don't do that shit. I do that stuff. So, to say that Meliodas betrayed his own race, I gotta take Elizabeth out of it. Let's just say he betrayed his own race. That still caused a war. I don't believe that he would have without Elizabeth. Huh? I don't think he would have without Elizabeth. And, and no part of the show did it ever seem like he was unhappy with the state of his life. Well, like you so, until Elizabeth, like, and he wanted something different. Like, well, put it this way: like I, I've seen it happen before. Like, look at Raven, Raven from Teen Titans with Trigon. Like, he has an overbearing, superpower dad. He may not just he may not just want to be underneath his rule anymore because he doesn't he doesn't want to be. It was never shown to me. It was never shown to me either. It was never shown in the show. But I can I can I because I've seen other media. I, can, I need characters to be independently motivated and I understand that that's unrealistic because everybody is doing their actions in relation to trauma that happened to them but Meliodas just his entire shit just isn't as compelling boohoo you couldn't get your dick wet and that's just because I don't like him as a person yeah, that yeah, I yeah. can't feel any sympathy yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. for him and his plot. Oh, I understand that. That's, that's very apparent because the, the phrase that you use, like, boo who you can't get your dick with. That's, yeah, that, that, I understand. I, I'm problematic. I'm just saying. That, I, I can tell by your phrasing that you don't care about the character. I don't. And that that's why. And, and honestly, maybe that's an argument for me having the point of view in main character, like why it should be higher. Right. But like. Just because I immediately dislike Meliodas doesn't mean that I stopped watching the show. I gave him more time because I'm just like, maybe they'll develop other people that I can enjoy more than him. And they were on the route to doing that, and then they fucked it up in the same way I believe that they fucked up Meliodas. They had, I had Bond. I was enjoying him up until he got like overly obsessed with reviving Elaine. And I understand that they may, that may have been his motivation from the jump. All of this may have been a lead up to it, but once they introduced that blatantly, I didn't give a fuck no more about Bond. I don't. I didn't like Elaine. I didn't like the flashbacks. You're flaying him off a tree. Cool. You're stopping him from getting the fountain youth. Cool. I, I just yeah. stop. And their flashbacks. There was no love or tenderness developed enough for me to care about Elaine in relation to Bond. Right. So I never was able to understand why he was so fucking obsessed with her. She's just a little girl. Leave her alone. I understand. She's thousands of years old. She's just yeah. a little girl with no tits. Right, yeah. Leave her alone. Hey, shout out to all the flat chest video out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to the committee can't fucking relate. Yeah, but but once again, like once again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, no, let let me cook. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you cook. I'm just adding some salt to this shit. So like, all I'm saying, I understand where you're coming from. Just real quick, it's just like I, what you're saying is very consistent with your list. That's, that's basically what I'm trying to say. What you're saying is like based on your phrasing, I didn't like Meliodas' character, but I gave it some time because I thought they're gonna develop other characters. None of that matters to me, cause I I, I, I can see how you no, I, I can see how you say like I don't like I don't see why Bond, you know, is so obsessed with Elaine. And in terms of him resurrecting Elaine, he didn't resurrect her. She was resurrected because of one of the commandments. And now that right there's a whole other can of worms. But wait, what? Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. He didn't like he had no hand in resurrecting Elaine. What? No, no, no. She was brought back because 
the one of them could revive people. Yeah, people who have vengeful spirits. And then like once 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 they killed that commandment and he was hesitant to do so to do his fucking job and save the no, world. No, no, no. He wasn't hesitant. He killed her. She just didn't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference. He, he, he broke her neck. He was the first one to kill her. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he was willing to let Elaine go. he had tears on his fucking eyes. Okay, wow. Excuse me. He was willing to let Elaine go. So he, he broke her neck and killed her, but she survived and whatnot. But just real quick, um... You may not fuck with Elaine. I'm not gonna sit and say like I understand why Bond and Elaine have such a heavy love for each other when I seen in the show. But I will say I understand if I live in a fantasy world what it means to bring back my love back to life. Regardless of whether I that's why that's why once again, that's why characters are so low. And I think this episode really shows that we are being consistent but what we listen, which is a good thing. I don't care that <laughs> that is Bond and Elaine, but I can see shit, you're dead. If I, if I live in a world where I can bring her to life, I'm doing whatever I can. All right, let's move on. So I now we're we're getting towards the end of the episode. I promise it's not gonna go on that much longer unless we gotta fucking fight. Um, and we might have to. So in terms of themes, yeah. overarching themes in Seven Deadly Sins versus Demon Slayer, what would you no, give I'll, I'll, Demon I'll, Slayer I'll, out of two? Two? Out of two. What? That's what you in terms of themes. What would you give Demon Slayer out of two? That doesn't make any sense. That's just how I weighted. So that's you, how you weighted it. Yeah. So out of two, I'm, so, I'm going to add them all up at the end. Don't worry, I have a plan. So don't say out of two. Just 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 just, just ask me to rate it. I give you a number. Let's say out of five, you just multiply it by two. Or I'm not trying to do math. No, but but but, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying though? Because like if I give it a one, that would imply that it's. That it's fifty percent good in terms of its things. Yeah, but also that that implies that it's one away from being perfection. See what I'm saying? See the optics of it? Doesn't make any sense. Because like it's fifty percent, but it's one away right, from being perfect. Right? You didn't disagree with the way I weighted this. No, I didn't. But you just but I didn't disagree with how you weighted okay, it. Okay, okay. Out how, of ten. That's not how weighting works, though. Then I shouldn't be doing this. Because like one would imply <laughs> a one would imply if I gave it a score to one or five, it's really a half. Two would imply is one. Okay, yeah. Demon Slayer out of ten. Demon Slayer out of ten. Themes. Themes. Themes out of ten. Oh, give it a five. Ten seems kind of high. Hmm? Ten, ten seems kind of high. Can do five? Okay, out of five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, five. You do you want to do ten? I I I I I, I, I can't. Yeah, give me ten. I I give you ten. I can't give you ten, girl. <laughs> uh, themes. Out of five, what do you give Demon Slayer? Themes. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay, what do you give Seven Deadly Sins uh, in terms of themes? Overarching, what are the themes carried on throughout the show? Is it power of friendship? Is it just like love can conquer all? Is it loyalty? What is it? Oh, well, no, I, I don't do overall themes because then that I, that kind of ruins the whole show. Because but you have, you have to do that in order to, to deviate themes from plot. I don't, I don't want to get murky. No, plot is what... Plot is... Now, the difference... The really, the really big issue is how we deviate plot from conflict. You know what I'm saying? Conflict is what the problems you have between characters. Plot is, I guess, the story you're trying to tell. And themes are what comes out of that story. It's very minute, but this is why we discuss. Right? But to answer your question, the themes at Seven Deadly Sins, I would give it a four. I'll give it a four. Out of five. Yeah, four out of five. Because once again, you know me. If it's five, then it's perfect. Okay. Uh, for point of view slash main character, what do you give Seven Deadly Sins? I mean, what do you give Demon Slayer? Point of view and main character. Two. Two out of five. All right. What do you give Seven Deadly Sins? Now here's that. I'll, I'll be fair. 
Because once again, I say I don't consider Elizabeth the main character, but she is. For for the Savior's episode, she is. So I, I have to give it just a three. If it's just Meliodas, it's also point of view. Yeah, yes, I, I know, but like the story is told from Meliodas's point of view multiple times. Yeah, but the story she, is told from Elizabeth's point of view multiple times. Therefore, they are both main characters. Right. So yeah, but I don't look at it from Elizabeth's view. But for for the sake of this, to be fair, because I'm I'm being fair with Tondra with the undisputed main character demon so I gave it a three if it was just Meliodas it would be a four but it's three so seven elements a three out of five yeah and demon slayer is two out of five correct okay for setting and world building what do you give demon slayer the the, the concept of it all yeah yeah five five out of five yeah and same thing with seven elements no I can that four out of five for seven elements five out of five for demon slayer okay in terms of conflict the things yeah, that yeah, are yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. out of five, what do you give Demon Slayer? I'll give it three. Three out of five. Yeah. Seven Deadly Sins, what do you give their conflict? Three. Three out of five. Yeah. Characters. All all of them. Yes. Yeah, so. And the and the weight that they carry yeah, to yes, the yes, yes, end yes. of the plot of the show. Yes, yes. What do you give Demon Slayer? You about to give this shit less than five. No, go ahead. I want to give it a four. Right. But, before you write it down, there are certain characters I just just know, right? Either know or I don't get enough of them. Okay. So I'll give it a three. Okay. And for seven other sins, I will also give it a... Hold on. One, two, four. I'm trying to be fair. Okay, there. I'll give it a three a as well. fucking characters. I'll give it a three as well. <laughs> if you want me to, I can explain why I gave three for characters. For yeah, why? why? Because... And to come down to more of, I just didn't get enough of them, which I like to, because they have a form- the Hashira. Yes, yes, the Hashira for sure. They had a formula, but I feel like either they ran out of time, they didn't decided they didn't want to go that long, but they fucked up with giving us that formula, thinking, hey, this is going to be a dedicated time to every single character, right? They, nope, they they abandoned that towards the end. Now this is manga stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's more of this is the end of my manga. I realistically the way I have it framed I cannot have a war let's get as close to it as possible yeah because Demon Slayer the the type of action that it needs it needs a chaos event so far it's been very linear one fight at a time that ending arc though that chaos is phenomenal it's one piece level and One Piece, the problem is, is that they do that shit every fucking arc. <laughs> yeah, but see, see and, and, that's, and that's where, like, I guess I have a problem with it because I knew they would, like first, I knew two things were happening. Either they continue the formula and it's gonna outstay its welcome because it's too long. Yeah. Two, he's gonna realize it's on an outstay welcome, so let's that create chaos. Chaos is great. But that's why people are demon so much because the chaos plus the animation. Mm-hmm. That's why it carries so hard. And for me. Being being it that low, like yeah, it doesn't carry for me because you know what I'm saying. Because like you did the only thing you could have done to prevent your show from being trashed on. Okay, yeah. so last but not least, plot. Where do you give it out of five? Demon Wait, Slayer. Was that not the last one? No, was that, that was characters that we were discussing. Oh, plot. Oh, okay. So 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 basically, plot to me means I guess how the characters interact in the world, not necessarily the conflict. Uh, so in that case, uh, what I gave conflict for Demon Slayer? Hmm? What I gave conflict for Demon Slayer? Conflict, you gave it three out of five. Okay. 
I'm gonna give it four. Four out of five for plot. Yeah. What about Seven Deadly Sins? Three. Three out of five. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm gonna pause this recording. I will be back when I have the numbers tallied up. Math is fucking hard. Right. All right. We're we're back, ladies and gents, um, and and all the in betweens. <laughs> uh, shut up. Uh, Brian has rated Demon Slayer at a 6.6 out of 10 and 7 Deadly Sins at a 7.2 out of 10. Um, you can add him on Twitter and tell him why he's wrong. I'm not going to respond. So, so time for Muffin. Set, setting and world bidding for Demon Slayer gets a 10 out of 10. Uh, for 7 Deadly Sins setting and world building, uh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I was intrigued very much by the show, but then they just kept adding it and adding it, and then your world gets too big for me. And, like, you, why introduce Camelot if we're not going to go save that bitch? When did we save Camelot? Did you see all of season 6? No. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> it takes 6 seasons when they introduce Camelot at the end of season 1? It's really 5, because, you know, season 2 doesn't count. Damn. My my statement still stands. It oh, takes that long. How long we didn't want to? What? How long we didn't want to? I don't understand the question. How long are we? A season. How long is the season? I don't want to talk. I know you do. Ah, oh, I'm gonna. Right, I don't watch the show. I don't want to watch the show. Whatever characters from Demon Slayer. Honestly, yeah, uh, a fucking nine out of ten because that shit. I fucking love the characters in Demon Slayer. I love the Hashira. I love. Three out of the upper six moons. <laughs> I, I love one and three and and shit. Who's the third one that I enjoy? I fuck with number two. He's just evil to eat girls. He he just likes even eating women. It, it's funny. Not in the fun way. And not in the fun way. Yeah, not in the fun way. Uh, so in Seven Deadly Sins, the characters <laughs> two out of ten. I'm so sorry. Two out of ten. For plot, for Demon Slayer, it's very simple. Very well done. I like the way it's written. Um, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Seven out of ten. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. I know what I'm looking at here. It's, it's, it's a little too simple. I understand. I do I do recognize what you said there. And you're right. But uh, give me that fucking ham sandwich. And seven deadly sins. What, you gave it a the, seven out of ten? Uh-huh. Just note that I, I, I gave it more points on plot for Demon Slayer. Look at you going. So, yeah, it just weighed differently for me. It, per- it is just weighed. Percentage wise, I got this more points, but you got more points because it's weighed differently for you. I'm going to give that an 8 out of 10 for plot. Um, Seven Deadly Sins for plot. Mm, that shit get. It doesn't get any more convoluted the than anything you've ever seen. The plot thickens. Yes. It, it thickens far more than Demon Slayer's plot because at the end of the day, Tanjiro yeah. just wants to kill Muzan. And save his sister's life. Now, now, if she wasn't already saved by some weird magical fuckery, um, she would have died when Muzan died. And I don't think he was. Um, so uh, whatever. Um, but seven deadly sins, bitch. In one sentence, I can't give you the plot. He wants to break the curse of his immortality and his beloved spirit carnation. Yeah, that shit wasn't introduced until way later. Oh, I'm sorry. That's how storytelling gets. It it Mm. it, it, it progresses. Mm. Four out of ten. Because if you give the if you give the answer to the beginning, you run run the rest of your show okay. being too long. All Mike Brian was talking about. Let's talk about execution because it was left off the rubric and whatnot. But honestly, execution is in all of these. So I don't believe Seven Deadly Sins executed their plot very well. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. Let's talk about conflict in Demon Slayer. It it's 
pretty straightforward, a little lackluster. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten because at the end of the day, you just want to kill the demon. It ain't more to it. There's no gray side. You either a demon or or human, and if you're a human, you want to kill demons, and if you're a demon, you want to eat the humans. So exactly. easy, easy. Yeah, easy peasy, but it's executed perfectly because the animation. It absolutely is executed perfectly, but that's how much execution matters to me. Is it, that it's a six out of ten. That's why it matters to me too, but I don't have it on my rubric. It, it, it is in all of these things. We'll talk about execution at a later date. Um, Seven Deadly Sins, The Conflict. I hate it. It's a war. I don't see why you hate it. No, no, no. I like the war. I don't like the characters' conflicts between each other. Why who? I don't like the dynamic between Bond and Elaine. I don't like the dynamic. It's not a conflict. That is a conflict. That's a dynamic. It's, it's, in, it's interactions. It's their, their ideals butting heads. Well, what ideals do they have butting heads? Uh, Shush. Oh. <laughs> Shush. Conflict. Seven Deadly Sins. Wow. Four out of ten. Oh, my God. What, what is the matter? You, you, you can't shush me when I ask you a legit question, bro. This is a discussion. Yes, I can. We're at an hour and a half, and I wanted to keep this bitch under an hour and a half. Themes in Demon Slayer. Oh, I fucking love the themes. It's just humanity versus demons, and then it's just overcoming that shit. And how do you how do you dehumify de- dehumanify? How you strip humanity away from a demon just because they're a demon? It's like Tokyo Ghoul. They gotta fucking live too, but they don't really explore that. Um, five out of ten. Five out of ten for things for Demon Slayer. Seven Daily Sins. Uh, thing what love conquers all. Shut up. Bias is speaking here. Four out of ten. Um, and then and then point of view main character. I like Tanjiro. I like that the story is just told through his eyes, and it could be anybody, and it would be just as good. You just lock them right on in, and the story doesn't fucking change. It does change. No. Yes. It doesn't. It does. Because Tanjiro is just plain enough where his his shit just doesn't matter. So I fuck with it. I fuck with it. And it's not weighted very much. Oh, theme should have been, uh, that should have been out of five, now that I realize it. That should have been uh, Mind uh, you, uh, it would have changed. It would have changed for the worse. I'm not saying it changed for the better. It would change for the worse. That's fine. And then Demon Slayer gets a three out of five. Um, point of view, main character, Demon Slayer, Three out of five, and then seven deadly sins. One out of five. I don't like Meliodas or Elizabeth. This is stop, stop, then look at me. So we're gonna pause one more time so Brian can do his mathematical magic. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back, folks. Uh, Demon Slayer out of ten gets a seven point eight for me, and seven deadly sins gets a four point two out of ten. And that's the way the world goes. Don't you love it? I love it. You don't. Ryan has seven deadly sins full of three points higher than me. Yeah. Listen, I just love that we have this scale now and we can hopefully be a little bit more consistent. Maybe we'll go back and rank things in our... our, top anime lists are you know our full like 35 rankings um but that'll be something that we just do like off mic and then we'll go and have an episode where we rearrange it again and then int- reintroduce ourselves because like if you're a brand new listener and started like on episode 50 you're just like i like enjoying these people but i'm not going back and listen to their old stuff because it honestly it sounds like shit but let's 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 meet them again mike check waifu waifu also does this shit and i like it i like it when they're just like hey i'm polo this is my shit that I like with, that I fuck with. Uh, these are my top five. I like it. Let's 
in the episode. I've been Muffin. He's been Brian. This has been the Blur Buffet Podcast. Give us a follow at So Very Unrelated on Twitter and at Blur Buffet on Twitter. Um, see you bitches at DreamCon next month. That's exciting. It's so close and yet so far away. We got like seven weeks. It's dope. Anything you want to say, Brian? I feel like this, this episode is rigged. It was not rigged. It's been fantastic. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit and argue about your rating for seven dollars. You shouldn't. Cents. It's subjective. It's subjective. But I will argue that I would like to add execution because, once again, despite my talks about Demon Slayer seven dollars and I still have to Demon Slayer above seven dollars and but you couldn't tell about his point system, right? Um. Okay, that's a discussion <laughs> that we can have off mic. Uh, bye. Enjoy your lives. What do you say, Fitz? Ha <laughs> ha